Welcome to the Writer's Block Party Podcast with your hosts Meredith Bond and Prue Warren, where they discuss every aspect of a writer's life, from the craft of writing and editing, through publishing and marketing, and finally into building a global publishing empire. Here is Mary and Prue. Hi, and welcome to the Writer's Block Party podcast. I am Meredith Bond with... I'm Prue Warren. I'm so glad you had to say Writer's Block Party podcast first, because you know I always stumble over it if I don't write it down first. (laughs) (laughs) But we made it. We made it. This is episode number 17, and this is the start of a new year. This is the start of a new year. Let us bid a grateful farewell to 2020. Absolutely. Good riddance to 2020. Good riddance. New year, new world, new enthusiasm, ready to go, ready to learn. Absolutely. Ready to learn, ready to publish, ready to keep going mm-hmm. and get our coronavirus vaccine. And oh, yes. <laughs> and proceed on to the global publishing empire. Yes. Uh, nothing is going to hold like, these, like, these like people Like playing Monopoly. We've just rolled free parking. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. So to start out this new year, we are going to start with craft. Yeah. Yeah. With writing craft. Because, yeah. and we're starting with the basics, the most Fundamental building blocks of writing craft. Go on, say Story it. Say structure and the hero's journey. I feel like we should have music now. Bah, 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 bah. And building anticipation. Applause, applause, applause. The hero's journey I'm particularly interested in because I used to think it was just, uh, you know, boy meets girl, boy loses girl, boy finds girl, happily ever after. But the hero's journey, in literary terms, is an immensely specific, it's very detailed, isn't it? It's incredibly detailed. And it's fascinating because the creator of the hero's journey, Joseph Campbell, he studied myth. And he studied myths throughout history, throughout the entire world. He studied the myths of Africa, of South America, of the Native Americans, of the Europeans. He studied every myth he could get his little hands on. And he compared them all. And he looked at how these stories were structured and how they worked. And still, he was a fundamental Christian. And he brought that into his story structure, and he saw it everywhere. Wow. Everywhere. Okay, so let me ask you this. Do you think that this, and I'm really glad we're going to get into it, uh, because apparently it's, um, what I've heard is like Gilgamesh and Beowulf, they're all based on a classic hero's journey, but I've never read either of those things. I was supposed to have read Beowulf, but of course I didn't. Um, So my question is, do you think the continuity of the hero's journey is because it's something in the DNA of humanity, no matter where you're from, that this is an epic voyage? Or 
is it like craters in the moon and your brain puts it together and sees a face, right? Is it pattern recognition or is it actually, I mean, if Joseph Campbell had decided something else, could he have seen that pattern existing also? He, no, this is based in fundamental humana, humanity. This is based on our life. We are born, we grow, we learn, we usually marry, and then we have children <laughs> and we die. And the circle of life is what we see in this story structure. That's, oh, that's interesting what it is. because usually I would think of death as the end, but we're not. But it yeah. doesn't have to be. But it doesn't have to be, of course, because of, for example, youth coming in along behind. You could have family epics that go on for generations. All right. I've yes. interrupted you enough. Let's keep going about, I mean, because I didn't know about Joseph Campbell and that's fascinating. How long ago? I mean, was this like recently, no. decades ago? I mean, this was decades ago. Um, decades ago. Oh, that's a great question. Oh, no, it doesn't. I love it's not that it's not question. Wait, hang on. <laughs> um, Wikipedia to the rescue? Yes, precisely. Yeah. Um, actually, I was going to go to Amazon. I'm going to go to Amazon and I'm going to look up The Hero with a Thousand Faces by Joseph Campbell, which is uh -huh. the book that he wrote. Um, oh, it's the Hero with a Thousand Faces. Yes. You recommend it? Oh, absolutely. Oh, really? my goodness. Yes. Does it say, it does not say when Near it was originally published. Okay, we are going to Wikipedia in that case. Jeez. When I was a fundraising copywriter, I would go to Wikipedia, and whenever a client found out that I had done it, they'd be like, you're fired. You're just, you're just fired fired that is a cheap shortcut you cannot trust that information don't ever do that again and then later they would say you know just go to wikipedia and look it up <laughs> okay i was going to say the 60s and i was very close it, the, it was first published in 1949 the second edition was published in 68 okay very good very but good 1949 is when he first published this book and so a post-World War II world. That's interesting. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I do highly recommend anybody and everybody to actually read the book, the original book. Um, I only read the first half of it, which is all about the hero's journey. And he pulls in examples from everywhere and everything. And it's fascinating. It's really, it's fascinating reading. Okay. If you want a more modern version that is easier to read because, you know, a writer, an academic writer in 1948, not the easiest reading. Right. If you want a slightly more modern version, then read Christopher Vogler's book, The Writer's Journey. V-O-G-L-E-R. Yes. Here's we mentioned journey. him once before, I think, on this podcast. Okay. Um, I have already put both of these into our show notes on our website. Are you with links? Dang, with links. With links right. to Amazon. <laughs> to the big gorilla. To the big gorilla in the room. 
Okay, beautiful. Now, are there stages to the writer's journey? Do we do we categorize this as step one? Yes, there are many. Call to action. Step one is the inciting incident, right? You know it. You've Ah! got it. Absolutely. (laughs) I'm writing that down. Exciting. I have two different things for you and for our listeners, of course. I put on the, in the show notes, I put our, a worksheet or Vogler's version of the writer's, of the hero's journey. Great. Which is a more simplified version. Okay. okay. That's excellent. And anybody who needs that can go to the writer's block party podcast.com and download it from episode 17. Absolutely. All right. Leave a comment while you're there. Oh, that would be lovely. Hugs and kisses. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. Worksheet. Sorry. On the. On the, on, the writer's, on the hero's journey. Uh, the worksheet on the hero's journey. I'm just, Campbell's original hero's journey is this incredibly long detailed um, list of, he breaks it up into three parts. Okay. There is separation, um, which starts with that call to action, that call to adventure. Mm-hmm. Our hero realizes that if he follows that call to adventure, he's going to be in deep doo-doo. Mm-hmm. And so he says, nah, I ain't doing that. That way is dangerous. Okay. And he says, no, no, not going to do it. But somebody comes to him, a mentor, and says, no, really, this is a good idea. You should do this. Not only so that, that that moment is either face your fears or put the interests of someone else over you. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And the mentor will give the hero a gift, something he will need to get through this adventure. <laughs> okay, so it could be um, in the Star Wars, which is completely based on the hero's journey. Campbell worked together with the creator of Star Wars. And so it could be, you know, a lightsaber. Lightsaber. It could be knowledge. Uh-huh. It could be. I was be... thinking of um, Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Right. Gandalf says, you got to go to Mordor. That's the knowledge. That's and right. And the ring itself is not the gift because the ring is the burden. Yeah. So what is his gift? Is it the knowledge? The knowledge. Knowledge. Okay. You got to go. You got to go right now. Here comes mm-hmm. some. Here come some bad guys after you. Go, go, hurry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a risk, but you must go anyway, says the mentor. Oh, yeah. Stop digging this. This is okay. Next, what happens? And then what comes? Okay. Then what happens is the hero says, all right, fine. Um, and he goes through a portal, a doorway. And it can it is usually literally a doorway. Yes. And it is frequently a doorway into another world. It could be a magical world. It could be another city. It could Mm -hmm. be, you know, somebody getting off a plane to someplace new. Or getting off the Millennium Falcon or getting Mm -hmm. on the Millennium Falcon. I'm hip. I'm with you. Yes. Um, In the original Star Wars, it is Luke. 
he walks through this light lit portal into um, this bar. Yes, he does. Into yes, he the does. Bar scene. That's right. That's right. That is his entry <laughs> into this new <laughs> world. Love it. Okay. And okay. Frodo steps out the door and onto the path. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz. Oh, she literally steps through that she door. Steps through that door from black and white world to the world of color and munchkins. Oh, dig it. I'm, I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> I really love that these stories that I know so well are examples of this hero's journey. I'm digging this big. My yeah. next book, writing a classic hero's journey. That'll be absolutely fun. Okay. I'm sorry. Yes. No, Carry absolutely. On. Carry on. Then what happens, Joseph Campbell? What happens next? Um, frequently, there's somebody barring the door who the, the hero has to trick or convince to let them through. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, here comes the Christian part. Okay. When our hero goes through this door or this threshold, Campbell says he is going into the belly of the whale. Like, uh, like Jonah. Jonah. Exactly. So we have the story of Jonah sort of referenced here. Huh. Okay. Okay. And okay. that Jonah gets swallowed by the whale. He goes through the whale's threshold mouth into the belly of the whale. Uh huh. That ends the first third of our story. Okay. All right. <laughs> so this is this is separation. That first third is separation. That was separation. Okay. We then now we move into the initiation. Once you step through that doorway, there is a road of trials. Right? <laughs> there are all of these things that our hero has to deal with. That's such a good phrase, road of trials. That's you what ever, Campbell calls it. If, if you ever built a subdivision, you just have to call the main road, road of trials. I mean, people would be <laughs> move in. Hero's journey. The hero's journey subdivision. Here's the road of trials. Yes, there okay. you go. Road of trials. Many, many trials. You have to meet the cowardly lion. You have to meet the tin woodsman. You have to fight off flying monkeys. Okay, I'm with you. Okay, so here they come. The first one is meeting with the goddess. That's what oh. Campbell called it. Literally meeting the goddess, like like meeting the Wicked Witch of the West? Oh, my God. Yes, exactly. That is the goddess that is the all-knowing woman. Oh, Glinda. Glinda. That uh. is the goddess. Not, not the evil, not the Wicked Witch. Glinda. Well, that's interesting. Tolkien did not like women much. So let's assume that Frodo does not actually get to, yeah, he was nervous. Okay. All right. Carry on. I'm I'm liking Glinda. Okay. So he meets with the goddess and either this goddess or another female character tempts our hero off of the path. The goddess might. The goddess could, or it could be another female character. It is the what Campbell calls it is woman as temptress. You know, this is this is fables written by men. Yes, exactly. Precisely. And it is the hero's journey, not the heroine's journey, the hero's journey. Okay. So yeah. it's all male centric. Yeah. Woman as temptress. But if you wrote it today, it's, you could easily have a man. You could easily switch genders. Chris Helmsworth could come up and say, if you give it up, you can come live with me in Australia and I'll be beautiful every day. 
Exactly. Say, okay. <laughs> okay, deal. Road of trials over. Okay, so the hero resists. Somehow. The hero resists. Um, and, but remember, um, remember Christianity. Campbell is a fundamental Christian. Right. So what he has next is atonement with the Father. That's interesting. Okay. Now, atonement with the Father can, I mean, you think of Jesus, and he yeah. atones to his Father, God. Yes. You can also think of this as the hero growing up. This is when he realizes that there is this father figure or this knowledge or, you know, responsibility. Father re is responsibility. And this is our hero. Imagine a teenager who realizes that there's more to life than just having fun. Uh, atonement, though, the word atonement, I just, it's a little, it's a little tricky. Atonement meaning, um, I apologize and you forgive me. Yeah. And also coming to terms with. So it's coming to terms with responsibility and adulthood. Okay. At this point, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of, um, Star Wars and Lord of the Rings where the father figure dies. Gandalf falls into the pit with the Balrog. And uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi gets, allows himself to be killed by Darth Vader. So That's in right. both of those cases, the hero is now without daddy. That's true. But Darth Vader is still there. Well, but we don't know in the first one that that's actually his daddy. So we're going <laughs> to pause on that one, hero's journey. Um, but atonement with the father, that's going to be a, that's a tricky step for me. Okay. That's tricky. That's tricky. I but need, I Think about. I, yeah. Also think about it in terms of responsibility and knowledge, because the next step is called apotheosis. Mm -hmm. And I may not be saying that right, because it is a word that I've only ever read. Right. <laughs> but what it means is all knowing, is understanding, it's knowledge, it's the Gaining of knowledge and understanding. Okay. So Frodo yep. yeah. and Galadriel have this little moment where she says, you either do this or the whole world ends. Right. Right. Okay. So our hero has gone from sort of a child. He's now gone through his teenagehood, his adolescence. He uh -huh. has understood responsibility and is now filled with knowledge of how this world works. So this is his moment of maturity. Yes. And <laughs> with his maturity, he gets his the ultimate boon, another gift. And this gift is whatever it was he came into this world to get. So the ring, um, knowledge, or love or understanding understanding so at this point the apotheosis is where he gets where there's resolution no there's knowledge there's no resolution yet guess there's, the ultimate his quest item or knowledge right but we're still if he gets his quest item then why aren't we done because the quest 
when, I mean, think about adulthood, right? Once you go through and understand responsibility and gain knowledge, say graduating from university, from college, you're not done yet. You still have the rest of your life to live. Yep, that part's boring. (laughs) That part's all bills and mortgages and COVID vaccines. Well, yeah. All right, keep going. Keep going. Okay. But you just said it, okay? So now we're moving into the third phase of our myth, of our journey, which is the return, okay? Disability and and childhood. Well, wait, we're not there yet. You just said it (laughs) (laughs) because this is the boring part, right? Mm. The responsibility and being an adult. And it is quite possible that our hero at this point says, no, I don't want to do that. That's boring. I don't want to go back. And he might say, nah, I want to live in this wonderful, magical world where people support me and give mm-hmm. me wonderful things. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go back to the real world because it's boring. Okay. So the rejection of responsibility. The rejection of the responsibility of the return. But life doesn't work that way. And there is a magic flight. There is the start of the return. Okay. Okay. Um, but as with life, that return is not easy. There are still trials awaiting our hero. More another avenue of trials. Yes. Another avenue of trials. But this time our hero has a band of people who he can call on for help. And so he gets external help on that return road back to the real world. No one can do it alone. Nobody can do it alone. Hmm. Hmm. Just, okay. 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 So just as he went through a threshold to get into this world, he has to pass through this threshold to get out of the world. Okay. All right. Frodo okay. throws the ring into the into the fire, mm-hmm. and then he needs a whole he needs eagles and Gandalf and lots of people to help him get home. Exactly. Okay. And when he gets home, he is now the master of both worlds. He has mastered the magical world in which he he has been inhabiting and going on all of these adventures and getting all of this knowledge. And now he has returned to his original home world and with all of this knowledge, which he then shares. And that is the completion of the circle. So we've become an adult. We've had children and we are facing this last threshold into death perhaps, and we are sharing this knowledge with our children before we, and so that they can continue on with their journey. That last Star Wars movie was Luke sharing knowledge with uh, Ray and then literally vanishing. He disappears. He goes, he just simply does ceases to exist. Right. Wow. Separation, initiation, the return. Okay. What does Joseph Campbell say about the, when you're master of both worlds? I mean, you've been so profoundly changed by your journey that you're no longer comfortable where you began. You, that is quite possible, but now you're, you know how to deal with that. 
because you are the master of the, the old world as well as the new world. Dorothy understands there's no place like home. I'm yes. trying to think, what else do we have? We had Star Wars, we had Lord of the Rings, Wizard of Oz. Jonah and the Whale only lasts for about three seconds in this hero's Yes, journey. it does. It's true. Nobody knows what happens to Jonah after that. <laughs> <laughs> but you could do it, Jesus Christ. Yes. He returns to his father, right? Right. And redeems and redeems the world. Okay. That's pretty, that's a lot. It is a lot. It's a lifetime, lifetime's journey. Okay. This is very specific and impressive. And I can see it in these huge sweeping epics. Yes. Star Wars, The Rings, Wizard of Oz, <laughs> Jonah and the Whale. No, we'll say the life of, of Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. Now, what do you have to say to me on the subject of love, savage revenge or whatever? I mean, if we're, it, how do we apply this to the romance world of 80,000 word books, right? And paperback that will never see the bestseller list. I mean. Okay. I was, I actually Googled it. Better <laughs> 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 than Wikipedia. You Googled it. I'm yes. Kidding. And okay, there is a wonderful podcast that I have listened to many times called DIY MFA, do it yourself, master of fine arts, right? Okay. And on their website and blog, some Robin Lovett has taken the hero's journey and applied it to romance. Wow. Yes. Thank you, Robin Lovett. Wow. Okay. I have put the link to this also in our show notes. Oh, very good. That's where I'll be going next because I think that's fascinating. So she applied it to a contemporary romance, but you know, you can, you can project, you can figure it out. So she says that the call to adventure is the same as the meet cute. Oh, I need a new piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> Call to adventure equals meet cute. Yes. Okay. The refusal of the call is the rejection of the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Acceptance of the quest is oh giving God. the relationship a chance. Okay. <laughs> the trials of, and temptations are the initial dates that you go on. Or that your hero and heroine go on, right? Right, right. And women, woman is temptress. Atonement of the father with the father, though that's tricky. How do you how do you square that circle? Well, she doesn't. She doesn't go into all of these details. She leaves steps out, which is totally right? fine. You can leave right? whatever you want. You know these major, these minor steps out. She goes to then the midpoint crisis. I need you, but I can't have you. Apotheosis. Yes. So that's the knowledge that this is the right person for me, but. Oh, midpoint crisis, not the black moment. No, not the black moment, the midpoint. Okay. Um, and then there's the road back, pulling everything back together. Okay. And then there's the fall, which is the black moment where everything falls apart. Okay. We don't have the fall in our description of the journey. Um, it, the fall would be. The start of the return, the magic flight more avenue of trials, then there would be the fall. 
with yeah. Sapiro band of people, external help, the fall. That's what I've missed. That's what I was missing, the fall. Yeah. In Christopher Vogler's version of the hero's journey, he has um, the the black moment uh, when you become master, just before the master of two worlds at the road back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's the black moment in, in his version. Okay. That's what we were missing. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Okay. I questioned you inappropriately and got you off track. So, no, okay, good. No problem. Um, and then the, the road back continuing on um, is the sacrifice where, which is in all good romances, one or both uh, the hero or heroine need to give up something in order to be with the other person. That's right. Right. Yes. The sacrifice. Oh, that's um, so nice. And then there's the declaration of love. Yep. Leading, of course, to the happily ever after. <laughs> wow. Wow. And the premise here is that even though these epic versions of the hero's journey, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Wizard of Oz, Life of Christ, you could accomplish it in an 80,000 word book. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because you don't have to put in every single step. No, I, I can see that, but i I think it's I think it's this is a really interesting sort of roadmap. And of course, you don't once you just know the rules so that you can break them consciously. Mm-hmm. But it's good to know this basic premise: the the hero's journey is the the beats of a romance novel. Mm-hmm. It's ah. the beats of every novel. It Tell is- with father. That's the one I'm going to need to do some research on because. I have, that's a little, that's a little tricky. Yeah. Hero. That's a, okay. Maybe it's, that might just be the phrase atonement with the father. That's a, that's, that's throwing me. Because if you say this is the moment where the hero grows up and assumes yeah. responsibility, then that's a different, that's a different thing. Um, and I'm going to give you one more version of the hero's journey. I'm ready. Okay. Deborah Dixon, the author of Goal, Motivation and Conflict which okay. is one of the greatest books on writing craft there is. Right, right. She did a version of the hero's journey where she starts off with the ordinary world where your character is established. And uh, she says that you need to show the hero's past in little bits and pieces, which are emotional and tug at the reader's heart and show why they are motivated to do something completely different. Well, but that's included in the hero. I mean, that's first the hero says, no, I'm not going to do it. And then someone says, yeah, you need to. Right. But she, this is sort of the establishment of character first. And she, I love her terms. She says, this is the possible establishment of quote unquote, sucky. Sucky. <laughs> What's the name of the Deborah Dixon book? Goal, Motivation and Conflict. Oh, this is all in Goal, Motivation, Conflict? I don't know if this is in Goal, Motivation, and Conflict. I don't remember. It's been a while since I've read the book. But I know I have a, a worksheet that is Deborah Dixon's Hero's Journey. I see. Okay. Okay. And then she says there's the call to adventure, which is the big concrete goal that is established for our hero. Mm-hmm. And the stakes, if they don't attain it, are made clear. 
which adds motivation to the urgency of getting it done. Because all books need some form of urgency. Mm-hmm. Roll the sucky, call to action. I'll, I'll put this up on our website too, because okay. it's a really, it's a great list. Um, then there's the refusal of the call because the character realizes that this way lies danger. Mm-hmm. Um, but the stakes are raised each time if, when they refuse the call. Okay. So they say, you know, you have to go and save the world. And the guy says, nah, which means that the bad guy is just getting stronger and worse, which means the world is even more hard. You should have, should have done it when it was easier, but yes. you didn't sucker get on the, get going. Right. And she says that that's the arrival of suckier. <laughs> I love her terms. Oh, okay. <laughs> and the mentor comes in and provides the motivation to actually get out and spells out as Deborah Dixon says, the choice between sucky and suckier. Yep. Good. Okay. So then you, the hero crosses the first threshold where those guardians might show up to stop him and he's got to overcome them. And so he starts coming closer to what she is pointing out is the internal goal motivation and conflict as the hero crosses that threshold. Okay. Okay. And then we go into the belly of the whale. Mm-hmm. which is the external conflict. Sorry. That's okay. That's 35 minutes. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm going wrong. No, keep going. Keep going. Keep, don't stop now. Okay. Um, and in the belly of the whale, we have all the emotional baggage. Mm-hmm. Characters get, she says, characters get a window into each other. Deep things are revealed. In a romance, the couple may have sex for the first time. Okay. Okay. We then, we have that road of trials, the tests. Um, our hero, uh, develops allies and enemies. Okay. And rededicates themselves to that big goal that they're going for. And she says that, uh, the hero could possibly lose something at this point. Trust or faith or a friend or something. Okay. Okay. Um, so you can think about that. I mean, frequently people uh, talk about the midpoint of the book where there is a major turning point. Somebody goes from, yeah, somebody goes from married to divorced, alive right. to dead, dead mm-hmm. to alive, whatever you want. <laughs> Good book. And then she says there's the achievement of the goal. That's that apotheosis. But the, and the physical reward has emotional consequences. Okay. And she also points out the rewards can be opportunities. Yep. Yep. Um, and then we start on our return because the battle's not over and they have to reevaluate their place. The hero has to reevaluate his place in the world and realize that his internal goals and his external goals are connected. Okay. That's good. Yeah. And then there's the pursuit on the road back, um, the additional problems that crop up mm-hmm. on the road back. More road of trials. More road of trials. Mm-hmm. And that, that leads to the fact that the conflict must be dealt with. 
in an emotional or and or a physical way. Yep. The only change, only change can ensure success. Internal goal motivation and conflict is critical. Everything must be dealt with. Good, good. And then they return with whatever it was they went for. All their goals are accomplished. So they're past this black moment. Mm -hmm. The life lesson is learned. The effects of the struggle are shown. And they are free to then continue to live on and be wise and share their knowledge back to their original world. Outstanding. Okay. I can, I, not only am I digging the hero's journey as a, as a framework on which we can hang all these stories, which is kind of mind blowing. Yes. But I'm literally going to rewrite my current work in progress. No, <laughs> I, am, I am. I've been struggling with it. I've been struggling, as you know. I've been struggling with this thing, mm-hmm. and and now I've. I mean, because there are some things in my current book. I have these literally road of trials. I I literally have. We've got our knowledge, and now we have to use that knowledge to overcome the bad. I mean, I've got half of this years. already there. Nice. I just have to put in the front half, which will make him so much more interesting. This is, I'm going to write a little hero's journey. I will feel slightly, um, uh, you know, like I'm trying to dress up in mommy's clothes, right? <laughs> it's almost, it's, it's, those are too big. The footprints are too big for me to follow in, but I'm going to, I'm going to, this is my framework. You've given, you've given me my framework here. There you go. Me That's and Joseph cool. Campbell, we're, we're down, man. <laughs> totally gonna do this. That's excellent. Yeah, That's excellent. I would it is the hero's journey is so malleable. It is so adaptable to almost every story. It's fantastic. I would really if I mean you can read Campbell himself, but I would also I would really recommend reading Vogler. Okay. I'm gonna start. I think I'll probably start, start with Vogler. Start with Vogler because he simplifies it. Okay, Vogler Christopher Vogler, the writer. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, he's a modern guy. He worked, he uh, says in his introduction that he was a story developer for Disney. They understand the writer's journey. They sure do. Wow. And based on, you know, his work with Disney and developing those sorts of stories, he he really delved deep into the the hero's journey and used it a lot. You know, so often on our podcast, Meredith, I, I, I come to a moment where it's like, you have filled me up too full. I can't take in. I can't. Don't say anything else. My God. If we were on, I mean, my piece of paper. Yeah, very small handwriting. I've got so, my notes are so thick. I'm so glad you've got things up on the website that I'm going to be able to download. That was a lot. Don't say anything more. It was a lot. I gave you three different versions of the hero's journey. I know you did. I know you did. And it's awesome. It's awesome. Uh, this will make for me a happy new year. My 2021 is going to be a little hero's journey of my own. That is I feel like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm meeting with the goddess, the <laughs> all-knowing wise woman who's giving me a boon. Oh, oh my God. Any minute now, I'm going to have to atone with the father. <laughs> <He's> surprised. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> Taking a cleansing breath. Good idea. Thank you, Meredith Bond. You are awesome. What are we talking about next week? Oh, good. I, good question. Good question. You know what? I think we're talking about uploading. <laughs> Can we do that right now? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, my first book at, uh, has just come back from the proofreader, and I'm going to bravely format it today. Mm. I'm terrified, but you've given me such good information. I'm going to do it. Then I'm going to upload it myself. I'm going to take detailed notes. And instead of you leading me through uploading, I'm going to, next week, I'm going to tell you what I did. And then you're going to say, Oh, honey, <laughs> let's fix that now. <laughs> no, I have complete confidence that you're going to do a fantastic job. So That's because you're the wise woman, you are the goddess. So you next week will be the goddess. You will lead us okay. through uploading. And okay. actually, uh, were we going to uh, record that one as a video as well? Oh, God, that would be really smart. But I can't bring myself to accept that burn right now. Okay. <laughs> Let me just take notes. Okay. Let me just take notes. We're also going to run into the problem that I'm uploading on a Mac, and I'm sure it's different on a um, PC-based system. No, it's all the same? No, it's all the same because you're doing this on the Internet. Right, 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 right. So okay. Everybody all sees right. exactly the same thing. All right. I'm going to take very careful notes. In fact, I'm going to start with my formatting, and I'm going to take really careful notes on formatting as well as uploading because... Yes. When I screw up, you're going to need to know what I did so that you can fix it for me. Uh, our listener may not have you on speed dial like I do, but perhaps we can help her avoid an issue. Okay. I got my plan. I know what I'm doing. I'm taking careful notes. And then I'm rewriting the second book with Hero's Journey involved. It's a big week for me. That is a big week. And... There's the holidays that have just passed. Oh, that's exactly right. And my book will be ready on January 12th for people to actually buy, to buy it for real. Wait, wait isn't it up for pre-order? Up for pre-order right now. It's up so for pre-order People can right buy now. it now. Well, but of course, the pre-order is only electronic because I don't have it uploaded no, yet. You, you can buy, you can't buy print. People have tried. No, you cannot put a print book up for pre-order. Okay. You can only put the electronic version up for pre-order. Okay. How come when we did Love Gone Viral, I pre-ordered and got my print copies early? Because, I had my print copy before everybody downloaded. Because um, the person, Meg, who um, uploaded it and post published it for us, um, bought us author copies. I don't think I went in as an author. I think I was just, I paid full price because I wanted the money to go to the World Central Kitchen and Feeding America. So I then, didn't go in. Then she must have published the print version before she published the ebook. Because you cannot put a print version up for pre-order. I cannot discuss this any further. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This is all topic for next week. I can't. I just can't do it. Okay, but next week, all kinds of questions will be answered. Yes. Hopefully mine. Hopefully mine, wise goddess. Thank you for greeting me on the other side of my, of my portal. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you for the boon you're giving me.
heard if this is an unusually long podcast for us. We're done now. We're done. We wish a happy new year to everybody. Happy new year to everybody. And we will see you on the flip side. That's it. Bye. That's it for the Writer's Block Party this week. We don't want you getting so drunk on knowledge that you can't drive your laptop safely. But next week we'll be here before you know it, so check out the website at thewritersblockpartypodcast.com. One word. That's where you can find our archive of past podcasts and a place where you can get in touch with Mary and Prue or ask questions for the next podcast. Write with joy, friends, and see you next week. Thank <laughs> you.